Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, I'm Mikey. This is a podcast about racing. Sometimes we talk about racing. And sometimes we don't. This is the crossover. What's that? Something about Taylor Swift picking the right banana (laughs) really gets my fire going. It's not the one she wanted. Yeah. Have you seen the video? I have. That's the first time I ever saw it. It's it's good, man. Yeah. It's good. I don't understand... I was talking to my wife about this. Maybe we just went to, I, you know, the fuck, the dentist that I went to when I was a kid. They were sadists or whatever. But you see these videos of kids <coughs> after having their teeth pulled, and they're all doped up. Right. But I didn't get that when I was a kid. Me either. They numbed the area. Yep. And then said, okay. And that was it. Then they brought out, like, a Dremel or, like. I remember like, when I was in my mid-20s Milwaukee. was the first time I got nitrous mm-hmm. and i'm like where's this shit been my whole life yeah. and i remember the dentist was like oh your parents insurance must have just sucked like, that's, yeah that's very possible yeah 100 possible yeah, i did that was i think i got my first hit of nitrous when i was in like my i was like 24 25 years old well yeah and then i've i well i guess i can't admit that i've had it outside of a dental setting <laughs> I mean, so have I. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's fun, man. But it's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a fleeting thing. It's like, it's a, it's a very fast pass. Yeah. Line. It's like whippets. It's a lot of fun. I never did whippets. And the reason I didn't do whippets is because I watched a guy pass out once. Yeah. Um, because for lack of oxygen, because of hypoxia. Yep. And I was like two or three away from it being my turn with the canister. Yeah. I'm like, I'll just do a shot. I'm good. I'm not a big drug guy. I never have been. Yeah. Um, you know the like the Illinois vitamins sometimes okay right uh, um, mushrooms can be kind of fun not uh, that I've heard so I've heard right but I'm a drinker yeah I'm a drinker that's, that's your drug that's, of choice that's why uh, tonight's rule one shot brought to you by our friends at Moondrops Distillery hell yeah uh, Fortville Indiana crossover brought to you by Jim's Outlaws the man the myth the legend dope ass car so <laughs> because I just haven't had time I've been working my balls off sure. Because I was at work all weekend. I don't doubt it. Um, that's why we didn't record yesterday. I have the shelf on the car. <laughs> so pretty soon. Halfway I'll, there. Pretty soon I'll have the car on the shelf. Um, I have to pop that piece of drywall out and put the the lighting in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife is trying to talk me out of doing it. Why? Well, because in the la- with the lack of that car being there, when we go to sell... It's going to look really fucking weird to have that one little light right there. And I'll say, well, it's an entryway light. And she said, yeah, but it comes on with the other lights. It's not like it's serving to just light that entryway. Ooh. And I said, let me have nice things. So there may or may not be. She, she was, she's looking now. She actually found one, a wireless one that's battery powered. Yeah, that'd be cool. That we can just use while we're recording. Yeah. So we'll see. That way we have the uh, the power Cheers. of the car. Cheers. You have something to drink? I do. It's it's okay. in there. I'm not I'm not super thirsty tonight. I've been uh, hitting the water you know, hard. It's really weird. Yeah, you're obviously losing weight. Um, There's a whole story behind that. What's really weird is, did we lose an edge with the format we were recording in? What do you like, mean? Are we too comfortable? <clears throat> I I've think been, I've been thinking about this all day. Instead of teaching the children. Like, the past couple shows we've had have been really chill, and I think the reason why... Yeah. One of them reasons why might be this setup we have. Okay. But also, we haven't had... Like, we haven't done, like... You know, we, we, we had Jim and, and Stevie. Yeah, so I, how big a deal is it that our... Was it... It wasn't our first episode... 
or the first time we recorded, but the first time we recorded something we've released, yeah, was with people in the studio. And it's like this is dope. This is exactly why we did this. Yes. Um, I'm still going. If we ever hit it big, and by big, 500 listeners, sure, we'll release. Like that. if we can, fi- if we can fill a bar, yeah. If we can we'll, fill we'll a bar, release that 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 five hours of audio. It uh, not and the thing is. It's not entertaining enough in the whole right. to just throw it out there. I mean, we were basically we could, just watching a race. We could get two good shows out of it if someone sits down and spends four hours editing it. I could probably get... It's not worth it. Yeah, The no. juice isn't worth the squeeze. So, no. you know, one of the... I don't know, maybe in the winter, I'll just say, you know, release the first 30 minutes. So... You know, like a... Like a right, like as, a, as bonus, a teaser. Like a bonus, yeah, like a bonus card or whatever. Surprise, here's an After Dark when yeah. we don't have After Darks. Um... So one of the things I'm going to do that one episode that we released about where, where, where we recorded about um, ICP and twisted. Yeah. I'm going to save it for when in case we can't record, okay. I'm going to save it for when, um, when I'm out of town and you know, in, in Colorado. So just in I'm case, so like bummed. I'm, I'm, so I'm not, bummed. I'm trying, I'm intentionally no, 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 not no, trying I'm to talk not, about no, that or anything not, else. No, no, it's not. Don't do that. Don't It's. I'm not that sensitive. I'm just really bummed that. Cause it, first of all, it's going to be a fun trip. It will be. Um, and it's a, it's a chance to see a new, what's nice is you and I consider something that one of us has done racing related yeah. as part of the Armada. Yes. Like, you know, we don't say. I've been to Showtime. We we've been to Showtime. Yeah. But what what's going to be great is that so next year when they do it again and I will, I will yeah. when and you and I go back out there, yeah. I will have the experience of already being out there. And then yeah, when yeah, we yeah. go to when we go to Florida, yeah. we'll ha- you'll have the experience of being out there. So yeah. you can kind of give me the yeah. rundown on so everything. Ran, I ran it past the wife, and the wife was like, "Yeah, you got yeah, absolutely go." And I'm like, "Oh, you'll go again?" And she was like, "I never said I was going again." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit." Yeah. So. Well, well, um, but I'm 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 gonna warn you because I don't want to take any time off for that. Right. The drive's gonna suck. I'm actually not thinking about driving. Really? You wanna yes. fly? Yes. Okay. Um and I, I'm willing to make proper accommodations to make that happen. Yeah, it's up to you. I mean, I will probably I will be taking the cheapest flight available. One hundred percent. Okay. One hundred percent. And if I gotta buy two seats because my fat ass can't fit into <laughs> one, fuck it, I will. But there's a policy that that a few airlines have. So if you and I book together, uh-huh. like in a set of three, yeah, and then and then they don't have to fill that seat, yeah, you know. So you just pay me for the one, and then I'll I'll hang on to the two, and then they won't charge me for the middle one if they don't have to fill if it. If you can get a good price, like start shopping around. If you can yeah, get I got a good you. Price. But here's the thing, and I hate to do it this way, but yeah. It, but I don't want to, you know, my kids are important to me. And I, I, obviously my actual children, but the, like the kids in my classroom really, I don't want to miss that much time. Um, I need to be, it needs to be Friday night. Yeah. Or I can do Friday afternoon if I could just do a half day. Sure. That way I can get the kids up and running. Um, and I, I want to be back Sunday night. That'd and, be, that'd be the goal. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we would be there for the race and that's it. Yeah. Um, and we could. I would be down with, and it's a. It's not easy. I would be down with um, after the race straight to the airport. Wow. But see, here's the thing. That's unpredictable. That well, is way but unpredictable. Here, but that's why I was thinking it might not be a horrible idea if we rock down there Friday night. Mm-hmm. We're there first thing in the morning, get a cheap-ass hotel room to sleep for three or four hours. Something. And then leave right after the, well, because I'm probably going to have some drinks too. If we can get more people 
to yeah. go with us, yeah. I'll drive. I'll, well, it's, I can. yeah, it's, the thing is, there's gonna be, there's definitely gonna be people. And by the way, we don't even know if Don's having the race, right? But yeah. if there's gonna be if there's gonna be people going from Indy, you have to remember now. There's a good chunk of those people that don't speak to us. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, here's the thing: the good chunk of those people, we have plenty of time to become friends with those those people. Yeah, I mean, and get to know them and, and at least interview them, dude. What we what a bummer. This, um, this whole this whole season, we've done very little interviews. We that's true. We've done very, and I think I think that's where where we fucked up during this season. I think the reason the reason that we haven't had as much push as we have in the past uh-huh. is because we you know out the gate all we did was interview people. What the yeah. fuck are we talking about this for on mic? It doesn't matter. Listen, that's my fine. point is, I don't care. It's just you know I, I One get. One of the it. things I love about doing this is there isn't a conversation. No, there's been maybe three yep. or two and a half conversations yep. that you and I have had that we wouldn't have on mic. Yep. And there's been at least one on mic we shouldn't have had on mic. I think I deleted it. Good. Good. Because you and I actually got to do a pretty nasty fight. Yeah, I know. That whole episode is gone. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, gone, gone. Yeah. Especially because I want to say it was the third show of the night. Oh, yeah. And it was dark from the beginning. Like, we were... Oh, uh, we were in a I, we spot. Were, I mean, we were snippy with each other the whole time. Yeah. And I think you had... So, and I'm speaking for you. You can tell me if I'm wrong. Whatever. I think... Like you, there was something that had been bugging you for a while, and because we were being kind of shitty to each other anyway, you're it like, went off. Fuck it, I'm just gonna address this right yeah. now. Yeah, and it turned into you need to stop doing this thing, and it turned into me being the you need to the Gen X, you need to stop being so sensitive. <laughs> and about you were, shit. And, and here's the thing: we were both right, and we were both wrong. Yeah, well, I think where what was definitely wrong, what, we did something really smart. Right, we stopped recording. Oh yeah. Um. But anyway. The the one thing that I love, well, there's more than one thing, but one of the things I love about what you and I do is there are very few conversations we will have that we wouldn't have on mic. Of course. And I think that speaks to the level of trust we have for each other and the level of accountability we have for each other. Right. And here's, so with with shows like this, my brain goes in a whole, like goes into a bunch of different directions. Right. Um, for stuff like this, like I want to provide quality content. And for oh, some 100%. reason, my dumbass brain doesn't think this is quality. And then the other half of my brain's like, dude, chill the fuck out. I people um, like if, if people like the show, they like a it. long time listener that said. We had mentioned the two shows that we recorded last week, the one that were released on Friday. Mm-hmm. You and I had a quick conversation about. And I don't know if we're going to release that one because it wasn't a good show. It was just us talking. It was dicking off. And a long time. And we talked on the show about whether or not we were actually going to release it. Yeah. And a long time listener who was a racing fan said, I love just listening to you two yeah. bullshit about stuff. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, then I'll just keep doing it. Yeah. You know, because we've made a couple of friends through this and we don't get a chance to talk to them very often. And if this is them just like talking to us and fucking awesome. I would, you know, there's, there's people who, who listen to the show who yeah. I'd love to have either we do a, we do a, a show somewhere else mm-hmm. or we have them in studio. There's a couple of drivers that listen to us. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I want to call them out, you know, not, not, not in a negative way, but yeah. I know that there's a couple and I'd love well, to, you know, like Wes has made it very clear. He wants to do in person. Wes has actually been like, Hey, when, like, seriously, when can I come? Just, I mean, um, I mean, it's your house. So I, yeah. my, my instinct to so say whenever, the, the only but thing, yeah, the only thing that I've asked is that I have time to plan. Like right. I don't, 
you know, there was the, and I'll go ahead and just a little inside baseball. You texted me like 90 minutes before a show. Yeah. And you're like, hey, can I bring so-and-so? I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to say yes. Yeah, right, of. right, right. You know, especially because I want a chance to Google them and find out like, right. you know. 20, 24 hours minimum. I, yeah, I think I said 48. 48, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't like there's, there's, a, there's a difference between me being. If we had an offsite where we did all our recording, yeah, it would be party no check, problem. Party yeah. check. You and I have sat there and talked and daydreamed about pie in the sky, about having like a podcast production. Company It'd be cool where we do shit. Like, hey, if you if you want to do a podcast, come on in. Uh, we'll record it for a little bit more money. We'll edit it. We'll put it out. We'll help you. But we have real jobs. Like, yeah, we're like you may be at a point in your life where you could take a chance on something like that with the connections you have in the business community around the racetrack, yeah. it would be actually kind of a smart thing for you to do. I, I could do I it. I can't. I just can't do it. I, I mean, so the, and like, not to mention, I'm not giving up the gig I got, not because it's a no. great gig, but it's because I, I love what I do. It's what you've always wanted to do. Not always. Mostly. I have discovered to do. that this is what I should have been doing forever. The question is, does it, does it fulfill your soul? For the most part, it's it has so far, but more me, fulfilling than the other jobs you've had. For me, it's oh one hundred percent. Then do 100%, it. Fuck it. One hundred percent. It is. It is the difference between I can make a lot of money and not really give a shit about what I did. Like when I worked for Caterpillar for a very long time, I was very passionate about the brand, very proud of the fact that I worked for them. Yeah. But I was there for ten years, left for two, and then came back for two. It's just wore me down. Those last two years that I was with Caterpillar, honestly, and this isn't saying anything about the company. Sure. It's saying in corporate America, right. it wears you down. Yeah. It wears you down. I really wish I hadn't gotten, like, a dream job at 27 or however old I was. Yeah. I mean, by the time I was 30 years old, I was a I was an engineer with a, with a, a, a Fortune 100 company. Yeah. And I was super proud. My like my family was proud. I was making good money and blah blah blah, doing all that. And then it just where being in, in corporate America just wears you down. It just yeah. And then I then I got to the point to where I was so jaded. You could tell, like you could smell it on me. Yeah. Which means I'm never going to get a better job. Like I'm never going to move up. I'll always the do glass okay. ceiling has been lowered now. Yeah, I'll always do okay. Right. Like there was never when I left the company. I wasn't thrown out. I wasn't encouraged to leave. They were yeah. kind of sad to see me leave. But um, what the fuck were we talking about? I don't remember. Oh, we were talking about like passion and like what you're doing. Really, what like we that. were what we were I talking make, about originally was school. But this <laughs> is so I make so if you want to talk salary, I make less now than I did when I was in radio. Really? Yeah, absolutely. When you talk about bonuses and and and, and so, but you and I, you and I had different radio paths. You right. Were, you were on air in a big city, which means you made dick. They didn't have to I pay. made I made shit for they Dick. They didn't they didn't have to pay you because there's 20 idiots look just like you that yep. want that job. Yeah, they sure do. When look I, like I was me. working in in radio syndication at like and I'm not even talking about at the syndicator level. We were supplying three major syndicators. We were supplying Media America, mm-hmm. Westwood One, mm-hmm. and, and PRN, Premier Radio. Fucking Westwood One, dude. <laughs> and oh my this, god, and this Westwood One pre Viacom. This is right. like real Westwood One, right? Um, and I like I said, I was making more then than I do it was. So salary wise, it was the same, but you have to remember it was twenty years ago. Yeah. So, and 
you know, when they offered me the job, I said, I've never been this happy to take this big a pay cut. Mm -hmm. So, dude, I think I've told this story, but I've told you the story about how uh, Cumulus bought a bunch of Westwood One station. Man, those poor, those poor on-air people had no idea what the fuck to do. And they were, and the thing is, is like, so since it's all in in a computer system, Mm -hmm. you can easily switch to whatever station you want and record it. Um, did you, I don't know, I don't know if you follow, you probably you know. had You had on-air talent working for Cumulus that would yeah. work two or three cities at the same time. Dude. And I don't even mean like simulcast. I mean, they would do two hours in, there. I'm not going to say who it is, but there was a guy that lived in Milwaukee mm-hmm. and did two hours in Milwaukee, yep. did three hours in Chicago, yep. and I think 90 minutes here in Indy. Yep. And he lived in Kenosha. Yeah. The likelihood, so if you listen to terrestrial radio, the likelihood of the person you're listening to being in the same city as you, very unlikely. Nowadays. Yeah. Nowadays. Now, Nowadays, there's a few yeah. exceptions. Well, it's like 50-50. There's now. a few exceptions. I can yeah. tell you it for a fact. It used to be like, um, it used to be like every now and then you'd hear about, oh, you know, they, they he paid to have an ISDN put into his house, so now he can I mean, host from anywhere. You don't even need that anymore. Fuck no. You can, I, I, I get fiber for 90 bucks a month. My buddy, so, so he's my buddy now, but uh, a friend of mine I used to work with named Adam, uh, used to have the Adam Bomb Show. Um, he would yeah. record using his cell phone. Yeah. He put like a, like a little goofy mic on the end of it. Mm-hmm. And he would, I, what's really funny is that you could, um, you would hear him shuffling around and I knew exactly where he was yeah. and what he was doing. So he'd be like in his kitchen and he'd be recording off some of the dog would bark. Yeah. And then he'd be like, shit. <laughs> you have to re-record it or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, I also thought that was I also thought that was really funny. Um, but but there's been a huge like in not only in Indianapolis but but within the radio community there's been kind of a shakeup. And um, Odyssey is the former formerly Intercom in mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. They owned before Cumulus bought. Yeah. They owned uh, like like ninety nine and a half and one hundred seven nine something like that. Yeah. Odyssey um, made some cuts. And when I say huge cuts, I mean they released twenty people, which doesn't seem very big, but when you when you think about it, these are all on air, all on air, and um, and like management talent, yeah, you know, so it's it's a big deal because Odyssey's like not a huge company. Yes, yes, and it's it's not a huge company. It's not like iHeart. iHeart has yeah. hundreds and thousands yeah. of people yep. working for and them. Layers of management. Oh my god, yeah. layers upon layers. Yep. And then Intercom got bought out by Urban One. Intercom is downtown on the Circle, right. so. There was a radio station called 100.9, which was W, which, which is a, like radio now, like a top 40 AC yeah, type deal. Yeah. Um, and AC. that's gone. So for those playing at home, that's it's a, adult, adult contemporary. contemporary. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, uh, a little bit inside baseball. Yeah. Um, they're gone. And now the rap station, the rap and hip hop station uh-huh. is now 100.9. Okay. Um, 96.3, the old rap and hip hop station is now uh, a Jesus channel. Okay. Um, which they do like, you know. It's, Jesus it's, stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and, and now all of that is on the circle Yeah, because they bought the old MS building. Got it. Got it. And they have, but they, do they have a glass? Do they have a studio right on the circle? They do. They have shoot. You know, so that, 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 you know where that came from? That was the, the original, not the original, but, um, WGN in Chicago made that really popular. Yeah. And then (laughs) Trump ruined that. (laughs) Because every idiot wants their 15 minutes. Right. And it got to the point to where there was just so much commotion around people trying to get on air. Right. Banging on windows and shit that they finally... That they so... Then the Tribune, then the Tribune company sold <clears throat> off WGN. It's not, I don't even think it's in the building anymore. I'm pretty sure that... 
that they do. So like the country station in there, they do the morning show downstairs. Yep. But I think that like if you listen to ninety three one, I think Hammer and Nigel actually record upstairs. Oh, okay, yeah. They record yeah. upstairs and like they have this. Oh, it's so fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so my buddy Rob, my buddy Rob works at works at uh-huh. and I was helping him with something a little bit ago, a little while ago, and it's really weird um, when you're away from something for a while. Yeah. And I, I, maybe I told you this, and I walked into the studio and I sat down and I felt myself physically, yeah, physically re- relax. Yeah. I sat there and I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck. I mean, it's there, it's there's something about enjoying doing this, dude. It's like this this doing this show is mm-hmm. kind of like the thing that helps me get through some shit it's, yeah you know yeah um and and this is what i look forward to every week yeah you know i mean i love my job and i love the people i work with and uh-huh. i love talking uh-huh. you know i love racing but this is right now this is one of the well, few constants you and i have talked about this we've talked about it privately when we were going through our troubles two weeks ago or whatever mm-hmm. it was whatever i mean when you know the the, the i i texted you that afternoon i was like hey man when you come over we're, we, we got to talk we got to talk about the future and stuff like that. We had that. some deep conversations and, and, on the and show. You're like, listen, man, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna leave, I just want you to tell me. I was like, no, no, we're gonna do a show. Okay, we're we're gonna do a show. Right. Um, you know, if we weren't if we weren't talk about race, and you can see it in like in the off season and in the after darks. Yeah, we're gonna sit down and talk about something. Talk about Someone listens, they listen. I don't give right. a shit. This is a lot of what you and I talk about is shit that we would have talked about just in the hang. Doing this show... That's has, how this started. Doing this show has replaced you and I hanging out. Right. Um, Which, I'll be honest, I, I kind of miss just dicking off and hanging out. Yeah, I know, but it's... it's You know, and we've talked about this, and it's not a personal thing. It's just about the time We're busy. for me. It's about the time. I get it's it. It's the allotment of time. Yeah. And especially now, you know, this next year with this new job, you know, learning how to do... You know, I'm 45 years old trying to learn how... You know, my peers that are 45 years old have mm-hmm. been doing this for over 20 years. Yeah. And it's second nature. And, you know, everything I do, I'm doing for the first time. Those, they can come in dry just with the materials that they've accumulated in their room and yep. the knowledge they have yep. and lead a class for a day. Whereas yeah. every day, it's not, it's almost like a complete blank slate. Yeah. You know, I, I walk in, I look at all the curriculum, I look at the standards, like, okay, what am I going to teach today? And then every day, I'm doing everything I can. Okay, I've got the, the I've got 20 minutes into tomorrow planned. The next day, okay, I have an hour into tomorrow planned. And the yeah. next, next thing you know, today, for the very first time, I walked out, everything was graded. I have every piece of paper I need for tomorrow, and I have my curriculum set for tomorrow. I'm prepared. I don't have to get there. At 6.45 tomorrow if I don't want to. That's what's up. I'm going to because I'm going to be up and thinking about it. And something. Will it's like you're not just going to lay in bed and you'll chill no, out. You'll notice I'm not doing shot after shot tonight right. because I don't want to. You don't want to wake up weird. Under, there's a bug under my shirt or something. Um, Is that when you pull out a plastic bug? Ugh, you know? well, we do <laughs> I know have, you've got those everywhere. Yeah, we got I know a, you we got do. Huge, the thing is you can't buy one or two fake cockroaches. No. We've got a huge baggie of fake cockroaches. Yeah. And we just fuck with people. I would that would be like I would just take them places and just leave them. Yeah, so we've we've done that. Like, Have you like hotels and shit? Yet. Oh, that's well, funny. Um, I shouldn't say this. We've done it. I think twice, maybe once or twice. I don't know. It might have been twice in the same hotel. If there's a big enough gap under the door to hotel, like to somebody else's room, yeah, we'll fling one under. <laughs> We're hoping we hear someone scream. So naughty. But, um, well, no, the one time we did it like two or three in the morning. 
hoping that when they woke up they would like, <sighs> shit themselves. Because usually the when the when you walk into a hotel room, yeah. the very first door is usually the bathroom. Right. So you're you're landing this thing somewhere near the bathroom. So it's plausible that there would be a bug right there. Right. Um and from and, and using the 30-30 rule. I don't know if you're familiar with the 30-30 30, rule. 30, uh, so it's it's if you're doing something and you can see it and um and if it looks fine 30 feet away going 30 miles an hour, uh-huh. then you're good. You don't have to do like mostly like if you're working on a fence uh-huh. and it's 30 feet away and you're going and people are going 30 miles an hour past it, you can kind of half ass how it looks. Because they're not going to pay attention to how the fence oh, looks. Oh, I understand. So, no, like, I so from so no. the thirty. So I'm sorry. So the thirty thirty rule uh-huh. is that if they're waking up and they're groggy or whatever, yeah. and the first thing they see is the cockroach, they're going to think it's real. Oh yeah, well, you know, that's the point. immediately, immediately. Um, there was, uh, we had a guy come out and clean the carpets once, um, and we have cellular shades. So you can put stuff inside the shades, not these. These are slats. I'm talking right, about right. In the, bedroom, the ones the upstairs, yeah. And we had one that's light filtering, so when light hits it, a lot of light comes through. Sure. So I talked one of those fake ones into the shade <laughs> so that when the light came through, it looked like there was a bug, on, like a giant bug on the yeah. window. And um, and I forgot about it because I'm fucking stupid. Right, of course. And I did it to scare my wife, who did, who did like, yeah, hey, that's really funny. <laughs> and then I just never took it out. So sure. we had a guy come clean the carpets, and uh, he he gets upstairs and he starts cleaning. And we're leaving because the house just stinks when it happens. Yeah. So it was when my dad was still living here, and he was like, "I'll stay. I don't give a shit." Um. So we we're leaving to get a hotel room, and I hear a yelp from upstairs. <laughs> I'm like, "What the fuck?" And uh, this dude comes downstairs, and he was like, "Hey, man." I'm not making any judgments or anything, but you got a giant cockroach in your blinds upstairs. I was like, no, I'm sorry. Listen, that was just, I was, it's fake. I, I put it there to scare my wife and it didn't work. And I just never took it out. He was like, no, no, I saw it move. I'm like, what the fuck? And you go up there and it's a go up there and it's still the same one. Right, of course. It's just, he was just scared out of his mind. <laughs> but now, you know, I run upstairs like. You know, I don't want him. Well, and it's it's so stupid. This this stupid conceit that I have is like, oh my god, I don't want him to think that my house is so dirty that I have cockroaches. The guy's sucking years of dirt out of my right, carpet, yeah. Who clearly like knows these houses are like fifteen live, years old, well, and like can clearly see that we live like fucking animals, right? <laughs> oh my god, dude. So and then the billing department with that company, yeah. Uh, if you when you go to get if you get your carpets clean, let me know. I'll tell you. You need to avoid them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They were really shitty with me after. That's so mean. Yeah. How dare they? Assholes. Yeah. Let's start a vicious rumor that they fuck farm animals. Okay. Yeah. I love doing yeah. that shit. Um. So. Uh. So on the previous episode, we were talking about education and how oh, yeah, and yeah. how like and how stuff. little yeah. schooling actually happens in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So you had said that you you could easily bank. Oh. Dude. 10 days worth of school. So here's the thing. If you give me, because you're a fairly intelligent guy. I do okay. If you give me someone with your IQ. Yeah. And I have to teach you the entire school year's curriculum. Like if you were your IQ fifth grader. Yeah. And assuming you've had a normal first, second, third, and fourth grade. I could teach you everything you needed to know in a school year. Mm-hmm. And probably... A month and a half, if maybe it, if it took that. Yeah, I mean, but know. but see, that would be like eight hours a day. Mm-mm, no, 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 really, no, 
No. I mean, four. I can four. tell you when my school I day started you, and ended. So I could teach you if I just had to. So my daughter is a sixth grader. I teach fifth grade. Sure. So the curriculum that I have, I could teach my daughter last year in maybe 90 minutes a day. Fuck. And maybe 20 minutes worth of homework where she's just working on her own. And it's not, and that's not to say that your kids aren't learning a lot. They right. are. But you're you're trying to teach at scale to many different, you know, I have there are there's learning disabilities. That you have you have English as a new language to some of these kids. Mm-hmm. You have some kids that the pandemic and and distance learning or e-learning fucking destroyed these kids' ability yeah. to learn in a classroom setting because they are already built at that age with the technology that we have. They're already built to assimilate all of the information that you can give them electronically and just go ahead and move on. Right. And what you did was you gave them a way to do that with their schooling as well. Yeah. They compl- and they at a very young age, these kids were entirely virtual in the third grade. That if you're going to try and teach those kids in a classroom environment, mm-hmm. you can't do that and expect them to go back and expect them to do okay. Right. I'm not saying they won't eventually. I'm saying you've lost that year. Yeah. And you need to be okay with that. Yeah. If your kids are average, borderline average, or below that, mm-hmm. and I'm here to tell you, that's half of us. It's oh. half of us. Doing that to them, giving them that information in their preferred format, you know, where they can just glance at it. And, you know, kids are, especially electronically, they're experts at giving you the feedback that you need yeah. to leave them the fuck alone. And now you want to pull them into the classroom and make them pay attention? Fuck that. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard getting these kids to pay attention to me. I'm like a fucking circus clown up there. Because you have to keep moving. You have to keep talking to them. You have to get constant feed. It's, it's, I love it. Right. I love it. It's one of my favorite. It's the fa- It's my favorite job ever. Yeah. But it's exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting. So. But yeah, I mean, it home. It didn't surprise me if, if. You've never been involved in education. Yeah. And you said something like you said, like, oh, yeah, I can knock out 10 days worth of curriculum in like two and a half days. I was homeschooled. Doesn't surprise me. Right. Because it's just you. Right. Yeah. You don't have 24 don't little have other minds. You don't right. have lunch. Yeah. Um, we don't do recess in my school, but, you know, some some fifth and sixth grade schools do. You don't have recess. I had, I had recess all the way have, up to eighth grade. You don't have, you don't have 20 to 30 minutes at the beginning of the school day, just waiting for all the kids to get yeah. there. One of the best things my kids' school did was they went away from the concept of morning work mm-hmm. where you can't start teaching right away because because of busing and dropping people off and sure. breakfast. Not everybody gets there at the same time. Right. Um, now, like my, my kids' school, they do educational games. They oh, have, fun. Have like hand hand hands on activities that kids can do. You can go on your Chromebook and do stuff because most most schools are Chromebook based because sure. they're cheap. Yeah. Um, but my the school that I teach at still does morning work, so I have to come up with like separate classwork. Right. That doesn't really count for a grade yeah. because not everybody has time to do it, and then eventually like kids start falling behind or they miss school or something like that. And they can do like missed work. 
You know, I very rarely, you know, I don't, I don't give zeros for, for work that's not turned in unless they've had two chances to do it and they just decide not to do it. But that hasn't happened yet. I'll tell you. Um, so the one thing, so when I first started homeschooling and this will kind of tell you how quick we moved. Um, I, I was already about a few months into my eighth grade year at the school that I was going to. And my parents saw that the teachers just didn't give a shit. They didn't care. And, um, when I was younger, I was very manipulative with stupid people. Like aiming people at each other? No, or? like, so if my te- if, if I saw a teacher could be manipulated, uh, oh boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, boy, okay. did I did I run them through my fingers like a fucking, like they were fucking Yeah, I, got, I have a couple students like that. You know, so, but there were a couple that didn't put up with my shit, uh-huh. who I still loved, who, who yeah. I love and respect. Yeah. You know, and, but they both had boys. They both had, like, boys growing up, right. you know? Right. So, um, so they were familiar with the, they could see the bullshit and they're like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Um, but, but I was like, I was maybe a few months into eight, uh, into eighth grade mm-hmm. and, um, I got pulled into this classroom with my teachers and my parents and myself. Uh, and they asked me to explain myself. And I said, I don't really have an explanation for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know what we can do. And mm-hmm. for the next two or three days, my parents were just super pissed off at me. Right. And I think really what was going on is that they were more mad at themselves than they were at myself. Okay. What had you done? Basically... I was failing. Okay. And previously I'd been placed into the eighth grade because uh-huh. I was, I was manipulating some of my teachers. Uh-huh. Um, and then the principal saw, you know, basically, so let me, let me back up. So in the school that I went to, I'm not going to say the name of the school, but I'm going to say what kind of school it is. It was a Catholic school. It's a, it's a Catholic parochial school. Yeah. 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 Um, I was on a scholarship okay. and so I don't want anyone to think that I'm like super fucking wealthy. So yeah. we weren't. Um, and, uh, I was on a scholarship and the principal there had an issue with parents getting mad at the teachers and him because of their kids not doing well in school, which in my opinion is the dumbest thing. I disagree, but that's okay. Well, you think that you think that, that it's, it's okay for parents to be pissed off at teachers and yes. Okay. Yeah. So no, hold on. Let me back up. It's important for parents to hold teachers accountable 100% that's not what this is okay. this is this is little petty shit okay this is like um um oh my god why did my son get this homework notice well the dumbass didn't do his fucking homework right, right. two plus two equals four right you know so yeah. um so he was I think he was concerned that my parents would come down like the hammer of Thor on his dumbass. Um, but so he placed me in the eighth grade. So I go yeah. into the eighth grade and I'm just I'm miserable. The kids are assholes, you know, I'm being I'm being bullied, I'm being treated like shit by all these kids, and I just stopped applying myself. Right. No teachers asked me what was wrong. None of that shit. I said, Cool, then I'm just gonna fuck around and see what happens. Right. Um, and then my parents pulled me in and they pulled me out. They yeah. finally pulled me out of school. Um, and and so that's when I started homeschooling. I got eighth grade done. In three months, all one whole year in three months. Yeah, it doesn't surprise. And then we did, and then we start immediately started on ninth grade. Um, eighth grade, I was doing, believe it or not, I was doing videos for eighth grade. Okay. I did forty. It was forty five minutes of a lesson, uh-huh. and then I did my homework, and I was done for the day. Okay. You know, the only place where I struggled was math, and I still struggle with math. Right. Um. You know, money is fine, but like, if you say, "Hey, can you solve for X?" No, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, you can. You need a big bag of butts. We uh we dove into um multiple or not multiple division we started yeah. division uh friday but we really started 
chewing on it today. Is it is it like basic going, division? It is. Yeah, okay. It's, so it's whole number division. Will sure. Be division with um, like twelve divided by four. That kind of yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, and we went over division rules that I don't. I didn't remember. I, right. I'm sure I. You know, I learned them at some point. But it's you know, there's rules like, you know, if uh, if the you know if a if for a big number, if the sum of the digits is divisible by three, then the number is divisible by three. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um. No, it, it sounds foreign to you. I mean, it's, yeah, no, it doesn't. Like, that kind of stuff. So, like, yeah, basic so if I st- gave you, a, like, a bit, like, a four-digit number and I said, is it divisible by three, you wouldn't know off the top of your head. But if you take those four digits and add them together, right. and that number is divisible by three. Then it's divisible by then, three. Yes, then the four-digit number is divisible yeah. by three. It also works with nines. Yeah. I could, in my brain, uh-huh. um, the likelihood of a number being divisible by three, and you're going to say no, but that's fine. Like, the hood of a divisible number, uh, number being divisible by three is if it ends in a two- a three, a six. No, no, no. Not the, the, you can throw the two one out of, out of there because well, I can. Uh, what twelve? What about twenty two? So yeah, I said the I likelihood. Know. I didn't say it is. No, no. The, like use mine, and then the two rule is simple. If it if it ends in an even number, it's divisible by two. Right, always. And then six is if it fits the two rule, the two rule and the three rule, then it's divisible by six. Okay, so. This was more like the like sixth, sixth, seventh, eighth yeah, grade, yeah. and then high school math. That's the uh, only place where I really struggled, um, where I would need an extra few bit, a few yeah. minutes. And so then in college, my parents were like, well, we should probably get you tested because you've taken pre-algebra twice now, yeah. and we don't, you know, we don't want you to keep wasting your money. Yeah. And I said, okay. So I, I took a test, and those kids at IUPUI found out that I have something called. And it's going to sound so childish and bullshit because it feels like bullshit. Uh-huh. Discalcula. Okay. Are you familiar with this? I am. Dyslexia yeah. with numbers. Yeah. So I, I suffer from the same thing. It um, sounds like bullshit. It, yeah. Uh, so for me, it it the only time it really caught, and I've, I have to really, really focus, especially because I teach math. Yeah. Um, when I worked for the railroad, I would get screamed at mm-hmm. because I would, transpose numbers yep. in locomotive numbers and that's a big fucking deal that's like uh that's like a yeah um you know they would be out there looking for locomotive 7953 and it was really 7935 yeah and they would call me on the radio and be like lunchbox do you mean 7935 and I'd be like what did i say <laughs> yeah it's 7935 <laughs> And and it it was worse. It didn't happen often, but it was worse when there would be similar engines yeah. in the same area, and I would have to okay. Well, what's it hooked up to? Like, what locomotive is it with? And then I'd have to try and backwards engineer. Oof. Although it wasn't as bad as, and this has nothing to do with that. Um, and I had forgotten what the word was. I just described it as dyslexia, but with numbers. Sure, sure. Um, I got direction. I used to get to, the first. Four weeks or so, I was getting direction mixed up, and when you're when you're planning power for a train, right, super important to know which direction the locomotive is facing, right, right, because um, once it's hooked up on a train, you can't turn it around. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's an issue. I came into work one day, and I'll never forget. And I'm not going to mention the guy's name because he was such a cocksucker. He had posted notes all over the shop. You're facing west. You're facing north. He spent an hour hanging signs all over the shop, everywhere where I'd see it. 
And it was when I pulled in and parked, I walked in the front door. Yeah. And there was a sign on the front door said, you're now facing north. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I walk in and there's signs everywhere. No. <laughs> and he would, like on the one wall, you're now facing west. And like a little bit further down the wall, it would say, still facing west. <laughs> and... I remember he tried like a month or so after that playing it off because I ended up being really good at that job saying, you know, I know you were pretty pissed off at me that day, but that helped you. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, no, fuck that dude. You're being a bully. You're just being a bully. And to this day, like there's only two or three guys from that job that have reached out to me on Facebook that I've not responded to. He's one of them. Yeah. He, He can, yeah, he can suck the farts out of my asshole. He probably tried to be your buddy, buddy when he reached. He out was, to. I mean, the thing is, he was a funny guy to talk to and stuff like that. But we were like, no, it was, it, you know, he was just, he was a shitty guy. You got to draw a line somewhere. He, he, like he would complain about me, and just because he was, just because this was the way he was, he would CC me on the emails that he would send to the boss. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and the the I remember the way he used to pitch it was, I'm just being upfront with you, so you know what I'm saying. Don't be a bitch. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, it's a bitch move. Yeah. He's still there. Is he really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I have some other stories about him that I'll share. On Whatever. Mic. It's fine. I'll share off. We can, we can talk about that off mic. No. So, so this, this Catholic school, man, they, I don't know, like based on experience, uh, if whenever I have children, and I put them in school. I, um, I don't know if I would put them in a, in a, in a parochial or a Catholic school. I wouldn't. I, I, I did both. I did I did parochial school and I did public school. The 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 one problem that I see with homeschooling, the one there's only one, and that is you and unless you're following a specific program, whatever program that is, if you are like hardcore in a certain way, Mm -hmm. you are breeding more children. (laughs) <laughs> to believe that hardcore certain way. Right. Do you remember that story I told you about the lady who believed everything was evil? <laughs> no. You remember that? So we're at, no. so. But I know that like for. The homeschool convention story. Do you remember that one? Yes, yes, yes. So. <laughs> so I she, also remember there was, um, and I knew this from Mailman Mike telling yeah. me that for years, there was basically only two distance curriculum. Yep. And the it was really funny. The one Biggest difference between the two is how they taught the Civil War. One called it the Civil War. And the other and one called it the Flo- War. It was Florida-based, right? Becca Academy. That, that called it the War of Northern That's Aggression. That's the one. And I think I, ta- I think I think it was you and me that had this discussion. It was me, you, and Michael because Michael yeah. was in the room. Yeah. So so I had but, – but I learned both. Okay. So he's like, hey um, – and the, the teacher who is now – the dean and the coach or whatever of, of a Becca, he might even retired. Um, he goes, Hey, let me tell you this story. Uh, and he told the story of the civil war and he goes, now, do you want to hear how I was taught as a kid? And everyone's like, yeah, sure. So then I learned That's about the right. war. You did. Tell then me I, then story. I learned about the war of Northern aggression, You did tell me which story. is a very fascinating. And I'm not saying I agree with this. Let me make that very clear. I just think it's a very fascinating way to look at right. the civil war. Right. Because and there were generations of kids that yes, were raised taught that way. I can guarantee you, there's still people today <laughs> that feel feel the same way. Yeah, you know because what Although happened? I don't know, man. So the so the internet has changed a lot about. It's very interesting. The because you will go. It's so weird, Tennessee, a little bit more south than that. You'll see a truck 
with a Confederate flag, guy wearing a MAGA hat, a MAGA hat, bumping Jay Z. Yeah. Like, and 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 I, you know, there are people that will look at that and say, "Oh, he's a hypocrite or he's ignorant." I look at that and say, "This argument, this discussion, is way more nuanced than we'll allow for." Yeah. Um, I just, I think it's, I was, and I, it, there's a. When I was living in North Carolina for the railroad, I had to pass a, a manufactured home community, is what I'll call it. Not dissimilar to the one by the track. Got it. The amount of expensive cars parked outside of those trailers. Insanity. It's insane. It was insane. There was, there was like, there were, the Mustangs were big down there. Um, right. There was a couple Boss 302s. There was a Shelby. And and not in a garage. I'm talking about under a, under an, an aluminum carport next to a trailer. Yep. Cadillacs. Yep. Um, no BMWs or anything like that. Yeah. Like, affordable luxury. Right. <laughs> a couple Buicks. Yeah. Nice, nicer cars. Yeah. So, um, when I was when I was with the ex, my ex also lives in in a mod in a modular home manufactured home community. Right, right. Um, and a nicer one. It, oh, it's it's beautiful. I, I it's it's an it's a Slow nice down. place. Sorry, <laughs> it's a it, it seems like a wonderful place. You're not getting back with her. No I have no. There. Trust me, we can talk about this later. But there, yeah. I've seen so many red flags. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good for I told, ever. I don't know if I told you this or not, but I had a conversation. And I hope this doesn't hurt your feelings, but me and Wes and me and Dan separately. So it wasn't like a big group conversation sure. after all that happened because there was, you know, that I will, when something's going on in your life, I will sometimes get, get reached out to by other people. Really? Hey man, is he okay? Um, That's and, nice to hear. And Wes and, and Dan both reached out and I said, Hey, uh, I don't know if you guys knew her or met her, interacted with her. Um, I can tell you in the long run, this is going to be a good thing. This is yeah. definitely going to be a good thing. Yeah, this is not a match made in heaven. It hurt. Oh it, yeah, like it well, was. It was. It you know, rejection always hurts. Oh, rejection always hurts. But looking back now, not getting a job that you end up finding out was going to be a shit job hurts. You know, like yeah. it's because it's rejection. Yeah, it's something that you pour effort into, and that thing saying, "Nah, I'll pass." Yeah. Yeah, um, but not so much effort, but time, money, money. Well, you loved her. I well, do. Well, the money thing, I, di- I didn't mention this to anyone that asked, but there were, like, one of the biggest red flags for me is if, does she listen? Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and if she does. Being, being at that age and not being able to handle your finances is always, like, it to me it's like, Okay, it's not a bad thing. Like you're still figuring it out, but sure. trying to include other adults in your life, it's kind of like, yeah. Eh, yeah, I don't know. My wife said something very similar about because you told me a story about um the birthday story. Yeah, and I told my wife that, and my wife was like, "She's not a full grown up yet." No, and I said, "Yeah, I don't think she is." I'll tell you something, man. If there were a lot of things that happened in her life. There were a lot of things that happened. In I'm her sure life. there's yes. I'm sure there's valid reasons and, why. And and honestly, if those things had not happened, uh huh, she would be much better than where she is now. Okay. Um, this isn't like a woe is her type because I don't believe in that shit. I don't believe in that shit. We're we're in, we're in our thirties. You overcome your circumstances. Right. Right. Yep. 
Um, but it, it fucked her up mentally. Like she's not crazy, crazy, but right. she's um, she's got some things she's got to work through. Yeah, and I hope she does. Like even though, like even though she broke my heart in a million pieces, and then like you know burned it and pissed on the ashes, yeah. it's it's a good thing because now I see all of sure. these red flags. Sure. sure, I'm not gonna compete with a dead guy, Michael. I'm not <laughs> gonna enough. fucking compete with a dead guy. Fair so um, so when I was homeschooled, we did these videos. Yeah. And and so, you know, it was like way to bring it back around. I yeah. It. Yeah. And so so um the one teacher because like you couldn't just reach out and call them. You couldn't just do that. Right. They did have like a homework helpline mm-hmm. where you could call random students yeah. and be like, Hey, can you help me with my homework? I don't know how to solve this. And be like, Yeah, idiot, here's how it works. And then they'd like show, you know. But um but it was always really interesting to be able to get as much work as I could done mm-hmm. yeah. quickly. Yeah. Hi. Is this what I think it is? Oh, you are a goddess. Thank you. How long have we been going? We're probably, we're in the 40-minute mark. Okay. Like so, 10 more minutes or so. Yeah, I yeah, we'll get. Miss the, my, um, the prayer time has gotten really big to my my son. Yeah, man. And he gets upset. You can sit in if you want. I'll sit down and hop on mic four. Mic four? There you go. It's already on. But um, so, so I just, I always thought it was really interesting that... I could get, you're good. I could get so much done in such a little amount of time right. because I didn't have to worry about the extra. Because every one of those classes, they would do 45 minutes of lesson and then 45 minutes of work. Right. I never had homework because I always got it done. Right. You know, and also I was at home, so it'd be work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, um, and and honestly, I would recommend if if anybody ever wants to check it out. I'm not saying you, you should homeschool your kids, but what I'm saying is that if you yeah, that's a pretty yeah, that's a personal decision. That is something you do. You do that yourself, so whatever. Yeah. But I would say that if you ever get a chance to watch some of the old Abeka stuff, you should. Okay. Especially uh, Mr. McBride. That's the history teacher that taught us both. Yeah. Um, he is awesome. Okay. He tells a good story. It's pretty It's pretty fucking cool. If I can find a link to it, I'll, I'll, I'll toss it in the bio. You guys can check it out. Um, dude, I got to say... This new setup is really nice. You like it? It's really chill. Yeah. And I really can't wait for three-hour weekend. Yeah. Yeah. TikTok, isn't that like uh... Two weeks away. Yeah. Wow. Pull that down a little bit so you don't have to talk up to it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Now, now you don't look like Lemmy from Motorhead. <laughs> Still a little bit, but not, not as much. Yeah. Not less, as much. Less so. Dude. I mean, I'm just... The season is wrapping up. We're entering into the fall. Yeah. We're going to get fall racing in. Yeah. It's going to be beautiful. I it can... was already starting to get chilly oh, last dude, weekend. So nice. Yeah. It was chilly today, which I loved. It's really nice to to sit in the office and not have to run my fan. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm, you know, in menopause or something. Every know. time every time I have to turn on a little it's such a fat guy thing. Yeah. And I think it's more about for me it's having air moving. Yep. But I always, so every time I, I, and I don't know if you go through this, but every time I have some little discomfort in life, I'm always really hesitant to complain about it because I'm, I'm always afraid that it's like, oh, this is a fat guy thing and no one's going to get it. Right. But every time I had, I like, I try and find a small fan or something just to have air moving on me. I picture, (laughs) I picture a beached whale with people throwing buckets of water on it, thinking it's going to save it, keep it alive. <laughs> oh my god, that's how. That's actually, believe it or not, that's how I feel too. Um, you know, I was at. I had. I spent. Mo- my wife will tell you. I spent most of the weekend at the school. Yeah, and they don't. 
they don't really run the air conditioning. So wow. when you get there, you have to be careful how many times you open the door and stuff like that because you're letting cool air out. Right. And I, I mean, there were a couple of times I would have killed to have a fan underneath my desk mm-hmm. pointed at the vitals. Yeah. Got to keep the boys cool. That's right. That's right. I am betting the vast majority of your colleagues have. Oh, they all do. Yeah. And I've I've started to discover, like, I've been thinking about, I wonder if I could sneak a small fridge in here. Because I noticed one of the teachers had one. And I was like, hey, uh, that thing right over there, is it not really there? And she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yep. There's not so a, it is. so like, oh, okay. All right. And she was like, yeah, they haven't noticed this one yet. So if you ever need to bring this it, one, if you ever need, if you want to keep stuff cool, just bring it in here when I come in in the morning. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. And I started thinking about, cause I brought, I bought that big ass desk and I brought it in. Mm-hmm. I got a big wood desk and it's got like a, a Saddam big, Hussein style yeah, desk. Yeah. Like a resolute desk. Golden, golden gun on the, um, definitely and, that. Yes. And I'm like, I wonder if I can sneak a small refrigerator in here, if anyone would notice. You could do it. And then I started paying attention when I went into other classrooms. Everybody's got one. They've all got one. Fucking everybody's got one. Yes. And where I sit, my part of the building is literally the furthest from the teacher's lounge. And we don't get much lunch. I get, by the time I drop off my kids at the lunchroom, and when I have to get up and walk to the cafeteria to pick them up, I get about a 25-minute lunch. That's not... Now, that's... if you add a walk all the way to the other side of the building... Right. ...to get... Like, someone mentioned, like, we never see you in the teacher's lounge. I'm like, yeah, and you're never gonna. Right. Because it's too far away. So, yeah, I'm it gonna... It is not an efficient use of I can time. 100% with a couple of doilies and maybe a runner hide a small cube fridge... Oh, I I simply assumed he hadn't found the correct price point yet. That like is correct. I, She's right. I, I, I don't doubt assumed, it. I assumed How much do they the want for a small fridge? Like 300 bucks? No, it's not that expensive, but I I'm not I'm I'm going to buy it from someone that just can't wait to get rid of it and if I pay more than $50, I'm just not buying it. You know, I've got that one upstairs, but it's too big. The it's it's like a the apartment. box, the Yeah, because it's the not Gator, a, the, the Gatorade fridge. Yes. The one where you kept all the stuff for your dad. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But it's that's not a buy. It's tall. Gotcha. It's got a built-in freezer, which I don't need. Gotcha. I want to be able to bring a 12-pack of pop in once a week. And just leave it in there. And just leave it there. Word. Word. But I'm a fat guy, which means... It's got to be diet pop. Well, it's not only is it going to be diet, but because there's, you know, it's going to be all gone by Wednesday. Yeah. Because I can't, because I have no self-control. Plus, you'll have room for things like Snickers bars and M and M's. No, I don't do that. I'm not. I don't have a sweet tooth like that. Maybe like here at home, I don't do that at work because yeah. it's just, you know, you end up just feeling blah. Oh yeah, dude. I can't. And, do that. and not to mention, I don't get people that that put candy in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. I, I froze a Snickers once, and then I lost a it's, filling. Well, it slows you down. Right. Yeah, it, it just slows it's you just, down. You just gotta, you know. My, my, uh, have you ever, <laughs> you've been, have you had the deep fried candy bar before at the, at the fair? No. Well, not at the fair. He, we've had, we've had, we've we made were, Oreos here. We were in, we did, no, we didn't. We did, Girl um, Scout cookies. Girl Scout yeah. s'mores is what we yeah. did. Yeah. Yep. And we tried Thin Mints, but they melted. Mm. But you and I had, we weren't officially dating yet, but you and I had deep fried Mars bars in Canada. 
Yes. In um, Windsor. Windsor, yep. Or maybe London? No, it was Windsor. Okay. It was Windsor. It was um, it was the tiny little restaurant that was next to the Jameson's Distillery. Okay. It was a pub. So back during my fat ass days, I would go to the. Well, I was still kind of in it, but I was going to say back, it. back, back when it was uh, when I was into destroying myself more right. with food. Right, I would go to the fair and I would bring twenty bucks for food, which for me was enough because I'd get a a, a big thing of there's like a deep fried is like a like a little sampler plate like deep fried candy bar, some Oreos, red velvet, right. <laughs> Right, it was all garbage. Then I would take, then I would go over to, and it was right across from the dairy tent. Uh, I'd go to the dairy tent, yeah. and I would get a big ass glass of chocolate milk, and I would oh. sit down. Oh, in the summer, whole milk. Uh, no, I we, the whole milk is the only milk to drink. Right, but in the summer, trust me, man. Listen, when you're yeah. when you're on a mission, zero fucks given. Yeah. yeah. So I I would dip it in, but it was also in milk the evening. Was a poor choice. It was also like in the evening, so it wasn't super hot. Fair yeah. enough. You know, and so I'd like I'd dip it in and I'd eat it. And let me tell you something, um, it's damn good. Yeah, but you, I mean, thirty minutes later, you feel like a fucking lump. Yep, sure did. Can't even move. And I would like I could, if you're lucky enough to make it to the car. It's like, all right, I'm going to take an hour nap and then I'm going to drive home. So um, what I would do is I would eat that and then I would get onto the little shuttle that went around. There's a shuttle that goes around, yeah, yeah. and I would people you did watch. The, yeah, but you did like you were a tour guide kind of thing from that for that shuttle for a little while. For a while, yeah, yeah. For for a couple for a couple so seasons. So fair I did that. food, and I don't get them anymore simply because it's hot when they're available, and I don't want to eat something hot and fried. Yeah, um, funnel cakes. Yeah, I will fucking destroy a funnel cake. Elephant and, ears. No, stop. Those are, I was literally about to say, and don't say elephant ears. Those are two different things. I know they are. Okay, good. I'm not stupid. Okay, I just want to make sure. Trust me, as a, as a fair food connoisseur, the difference in an elephant ear and a funnel cake, uh, one is a little bit more work because you're just pouring it right in. And into it's more the, fucking delicious. An elephant ear is basically just fried dough. Yeah. Whereas, whereas a funnel cake is like fried pancake batter. Yeah. Okay. They're yeah. Ve- they're very. It's very different. I, yeah. I, I, and I get. So here's the thing, we're right, but we're also not. It's not very different. No. It's very different because we are nitpicky about. The it's the consistency as well. I would, but I would never eat an elephant ear. Right. Because I remember I was at a fair once and I asked if they had them and they were like, no, but we got elephant ears and it's basically the same thing. I was like, okay, dope, give it to me, and. Um, yeah, that was the first guy I ever killed. It's like I think. that was the yeah. I think it was the first guy. I ever it's killed. like it's like when someone tells me that when you say, "Oh, you have pizza." Yeah, it's flatbread pizza. Get the fuck out. We're done. Yeah, so you don't you shut so it you down. Have an, so you have an appetizer. Shut it down. Yeah, you have an appetizer. I'm not here. I'm not here for 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 piss party playtime. I'm here for real food. <laughs> <laughs> like, so speaking of that, can we talk about bad pizza? Yes. Um. Can we? Can we? Can we like call people out? Do it. No, don't do well, that. Well, you mean some corporation isn't gonna? It's not a corporation. It's, it's a, a no. local chain. No, and it's not don't. Pizza King. Damn it! It's not Pizza King. No, I've is been it... clear about this. Pizza King is fucking delicious. Is it... they charge too much? Is it? It's the place in Fort. No, oh, that good. place is dope. Good because I still haven't gone there. Huge shout out to Denver's Garage. Dang. We will we will end up doing a show probably with. Good, them. I hope so. Um. Fuck it. And here's why I say fuck it. My wife does not want me to do this. Because they're using the name of my home city. 
Chicago's Pizza. Yeah, and Min McCordsville. Well, and there's more than one. There is. There, they are not good. No, they are not good. Did you try the pizza buffet? No. Don't. You could easily for. Can we talk about a pizza buffet real quick. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about CC's Pizza. No, no, hold on. I get it. I'm with you. I'm with you. If you pass by a CC's Pizza and you think to yourself, "Man, I wish they had halfway decent pizza." Because it's a decent price. If they are packed, if there are tons of people there, go. If there's not, then don't. And the reason I say that is because it's actually really good fresh out of the oven. And if there's tons of people there, they're bringing fresh out constantly. Damn. Me and my family, because there's three of them down in the Gatlinburg area. Yeah. Me and my family were there for like an hour. They threw us out. (laughs) Because we got there for lunch and we were hanging out for dinner. Wow. Um. That's not true. They didn't throw me out. We we left voluntarily. Uh, but yeah, Chicago's pizza. Listen, if you're gonna no good. if you're gonna spend the time if to go to gonna, Chicago's and Cordsville, if you're going to call yourself, mm-hmm. and you'll know, and it's got an apostrophe, so it, they're not saying you're getting a pizza like you have in Chicago, right? It's like somebody's last name. Yeah, and it's just not good. It's I mean, honestly, it's, I couldn't tell any difference from it's like Domino's. No. No, um, and I actually no. I would say Pizza Hut because I'll eat a Domino's pizza. Yeah, I won't eat Pizza Hut. I'll eat. I'll eat a Domino's pizza. I'll eat a um, well, Domino's has come a long way. Yo, dude, like a huge one eighty mm-hmm. since like mm-hmm. 15, 15 years ago. Um, I'll eat uh, Little Caesars because of the price point. Yeah, mostly because yep, of the price. Because it's hot and it's ready. Was what? it any good? Hey, listen, it's hot and it's ready. Right, it's hot and it's ready. How many things do you want? <laughs> yeah, and it's under ten bucks. Yep. Um. Although, you know what they never have ready? Sausage. Ever. Cheese and pepperoni is what's hot and ready. Yep. Yep. And But even though you're still getting $7 for that yeah. sausage pizza. Yeah. Although, well. Do they? Now, the one thing I love about them is that they don't use that bitch crumble sausage. They use, like, the big honking yeah, yeah. orbital asteroid pieces. Yeah. So does Domino's. <sighs> Domino's uses good sausage. Well, yeah. not good sausage, but it's Decent. Not- but it's not like ground beef crumbles. If up. you're if you're gonna spend the time to go to Chicago's in McCoursville, you might as well go all the way down to Greenfield and go to Mozzie's. Ten bucks. You don't, you don't have to go down to Greenfield. There's a there's a Mozzie's in Fortville. Nope, different. The Mozzie's in Fortville, you can't sit down. There's no buffet there. Okay, fair if enough. You're gonna, I mean, just take the extra fifteen minutes and go I down to Greenfield. I didn't know that Mozzie's had a buffet somewhere. And it's I sh- you shouldn't be telling me this. Listen, we'll go. No, we won't. We can't. Listen. Here's here's how I do this. It's really dude, simple. Dude, no, 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 no. Twice through the salad bar, once through the pizza. That's you. That's you. I you know. have like a modicum of of self control, but right now you, we, we, we are at an AA meeting, and you're saying, "Listen, man, if you just have three beers, then you can only have one shot, and you'll be fine." That's what. That's like how I'm hearing it in my brain. I should call my sponsor. You should call your sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> what an awesome spot to end. For the crossover, I'm Josh. I'm Mikey. Be good. Be good at Bye-bye. it. Bye-bye.